Hello. Hello. How you doing? Hi. <laughs> Never mind the carnage going on. What kind of carnage? It's uh, paramilitary. Wrong. The answer was maximum. I mean, oh, it is maximum carnage. Yes. We're in a uh, we're in a hot zone. Are you? Yeah. Uh, this is pretty hot and muggy out. So, uh, when did you touch down at the LZ? Um, just a few minutes ago, I actually got in from my massage. <laughs> Body massage? My body massage. Uh, and, and there's always some, there's always a little skirmish happening around here. Right on. Um, Today it's Josh. Josh is Josh is the main operator of the body massage machine. No, he's not. He's not massaging me. He's the he's the the orchestrator of carnage. Okay. So, uh, is he making music again? Is that what you're telling me? No, he's... You can't hear the gunshots? No. Oh, okay. I thought you could. You must be using the tight mic. Cause Good. I'm I glad you can't hear it. Can't really hear the background very well. Good. Well, good. All right. Splendid. They're, they're killing each other. Oh, okay. What are they playing? It's a bloodbath. What's the game? Uh, Apex Legends. Huh. Not it's one of the one of them uh, one of them uh, battle royale games. Oh, so fitting for the times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, soon we're gonna live in a world where it is everybody for themselves. But not to get too depressing. Mm-hmm. Um. How was your fourth? Your holiday weekend? I didn't do anything. No. No. Did you watch any fireworks or anything? No, I just I I you know what? Uh, I had a narrow window of liking fireworks when I was about uh, five till about thirteen. Oh, okay. And after that, I could couldn't be interested less. Okay. So, I have always been annoyed by fireworks most of my life. Fair enough. And uh, it does not. I I and I don't have uh, luckily one of the benefits, if you can call it that, of, of of not having the boys anymore, is that I don't have to worry about them freaking out because Ninja really hated it. So uh, Floyd the than mine one way or the other. Floyd does not give a shit. <laughs> I, uh... Oh. oh, go ahead. I I really didn't actually know what I was going to say. Oh. I was going to say I didn't actually watch any either. <clears throat> they were going off all over the fucking place, though. Mm-hmm. And... They'll be going off tonight. Oh, pro- pro- well, yeah, probably. I mean... You they know. go off... For about a week after up here, I don't. I, I honestly don't know how people got the budget for these things because, especially, I don't know how much do they cost now? I haven't bought a firework since I was probably in high school. I don't know exact prices because I haven't bought any. But I've given to understand that they're pretty expensive right now because, mm. like, a lot of things they've gone up in price. And I mean, fireworks weren't ever exactly cheap to begin with. Mm-hmm. Especially not for something that you're... I mean, you, you know... It's cooler than just setting your money on fire, but... <laughs> but it is... You, yeah. I mean, it's... It, it, the end result's still kind of the same. Yeah. Um, Our setting paper on fire. Yeah. I mean, just with a bang and a flash. Mm-hmm. So then, I don't know. Maybe they should actually make fireworks wrapped with dollar bills or something. Mm-hmm. Symbolic gesture. Um, but, uh, so 
I, I don't know if it's Ohio in general or the county I live in, but they've, they've really relaxed the fireworks restrictions that they had in place. But even given that, I cannot imagine some of the stuff I heard going off was legal for a non-licensed operator. Because there was some stuff going off, like, right by my house. I'm thinking in the apartment complex, given where the light was coming from. Mm-hmm. That it went off, and it was so loud, it was, like, shaking windows. I mean, mm-hmm. it, this sounded like a, a giant, giant thunder boom, like, right next door, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and the light that it cast actually, you know, I could see the shadow of my house in the yard very brightly. For mm-hmm. you know, it, it didn't last more than a second or so, but like, I mean, it was crazy, insane the, the size and power of this. And then somebody lit off like five or six of them, not all at once, but you know, over the course of the evening the other night. And um, I, I'm just like, I you know, I, they, they don't sell just sell dynamite to people that don't have a license for it, like. I don't think... Do you need a license for dynamite? I believe so. I believe it's classified as a high-ordinance explosive that you need some sort of, like, construction license or something like that for. Oh. I believe. No, that makes sense. I didn't know. Because, I mean, it's not like the old days where, like, you know, minor 49ers just carried around bundles of it and threw it at each other. Like, I am pretty sure that you have to, like have a reason to have that kind of explosive nowadays. Mm-hmm. Which, again, totally. makes you wonder why they don't classify weapons of war that way. Like, shouldn't you have a license and a reason to have it? But, hey, whatever. That's not my debate. I can't do nothing about it. Um. So, yeah, but, like, just the number of of these things and, and I'm going to guess uh, as an economy of scale kind of thing that the bigger the firework the more they cost so uh, uh, I don't know like I, you know I, I the big boomer ones I, I gotta imagine cost more than like you know it's probably like having a big handful of bunch of smaller ones or something you know um, so I'm just I, I'm wondering like man what kind of money are these people just throwing at the stuff <laughs> like could they have like you know I've got a feeling if you're doing it in the first place, you don't really care about it. You don't care about the money you're losing. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. How would it be so hateful <laughs> if, if like, the only thing... If they could just get rid of the mortars. <laughs> like, the, the, like, they're the most pointless. Like, everything else is loud, but it's not, like... I can kind of tune it out eventually, but the mortars are so deafening, and then all the like car alarms are going off. All right, yeah. And like the house shakes. I wondered. I was wondering as it was going on if like if the concussion from one of those things actually broke one of my windows, would I be able to sue for that? I mean, your insurance probably would do something, right? I guess. I, I don't know if. You know, breakage by firework is covered? I don't know. Ask J.K. Simmons. Bum, ba, bum, bum, bum. Is that a regional thing? Uh, I'm assuming it's national if they have J.K. Simmons. He's a farmer. But yeah, they definitely also need to, like, figure out who's allowed to have certain types of these fireworks. Yeah, that's why I was just saying. Like, I can't believe this stuff's like legal for an unlicensed operator like like I watched a video yesterday of a family out front the thing fell over slams underneath their car it's like one of those like multi-piece like ongoing ones it's just exploding their whole front yard wow I'm just like those people definitely could have died like you look out over Chicago and you see the number of fireworks that are going off in all directions and you assume, like, let's say a percent of a percent of those are going to end up in some sort of mutilation or death. <laughs> right. Well, I, I mean, I've even seen it happen. And 15 people. And they all paid, like, $15,000 for that. I remember I that you have a view like that. Must be nice. You can hit, yeah. That's where I'm going when the... The uh, 
and the what do you call it? The insurgence happens. So you got a good lookout. Yeah. Guess it'd, it'd be, be good... hard hard to sneak up on us. Be a good sniper no, position. Gonna... Wait a minute! I'm not shooting anybody. You might need to. Oh. I mean, better safe I'm than not sorry. A good, I'm not a good aim. That's why I don't play the battle royale games. Well, if you get yourself on Josh is so I'll be see it doesn't matter it's all covered because I'll be at his house. For you, I would hand out a shotgun because you don't really need to be a good aim. Um, the one time I shot a shotgun, I thought I might cry afterwards. <laughs> hmm. Because it it was talk about a mortar. That thing, it felt like uh, I. I don't know. If I thought that I had exploded myself. Did you have it firmly seated against your shoulder? I did exactly what they told me to do. Because hmm. okay. uh, I, I was at Tony Moore's house, and he was telling me that I would knock myself out if I didn't do this and this and this. And Yeah, you could, like, dislocate your shoulder. It actually wasn't as bad as I thought it would be in that regard. It was just the... What feeling it with my hands and the the sound was way bigger than I thought it was gonna be. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, and uh, did not like. Now I've never tried shooting a shotgun from the hip, so I don't really know how people do that. Uh, do people do that? I assume some people do that, <clears throat> but and then yeah, you know, I mean there's shotguns that don't have stocks; they have pistol grips. Um, like the smaller, like, you know, the little riot gun kind of things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've, I, you know, I've seen people shoot from the hip. I've never tried it, though. That seems like that would be, like, a recipe for losing your gun behind you somewhere. Yeah. <clears throat> but, I don't know. Um... Yeah, so I I distinctly remember as a kid, um, teenager, we were a at kid a teenager. I, well, I, I'm just trying to differentiate between being like a single digit kid and a, a teenager. Yeah. When I was yes. okay. When I was a kid, I was at a friend's party, and uh, you were not. There were fireworks and people were setting off shit, and this was just low grade stuff. You know, bottle rockets, uh, Roman candles, crap like that. And um, something. Before. Like, something happened with... Somebody decided they were going to hold the Roman candle to launch it. Like, instead of setting it on the ground or putting it in a bottle or something. And, um... So they were holding it, and something happened with it, and it backfired and, like, hit them in the stomach or the chest, I think. Whoa. And they got burned, I remember, pretty bad. Oof. Um... And then when I was a little kid, we were at the... My grandparents had a... Like, a membership at a camping place. I don't know, mm-hmm. call, like a camp resort or whatever. Um, and we'd go out there for the holidays and stuff and my dad took me out to this empty part where people would light off fireworks and stuff. We were up there for the holiday one year. And uh, he was lighting up one of those things that's like, you know, the little circular things where you light it and a bunch of little things come out of it. Mm-hmm. Like a tube? Yeah, yeah, but like one of those like flat tubes. like Flat tubes. They're like bigger round and have like more little slots in them, but they're they're not like tall tubes. Anyway, it was like one of those type of fireworks, and um, he lit it when we were standing back, and it looked like the the fuse had fizzled out, and so he went up to go check it, and it, then it went off in his face. And uh, I, I guess I mean not directly in his face because he still can see and he's not all scarred up and stuff, but it was bad enough that it blinded him. He's blind? No, it blinded him temporarily. Oh. Um, so I had to I had to like walk him back to the campsite so we could treat him and stuff. And um This is your dad? Yeah, yeah. This one's a little kid. All the stories you tell me, it sounds like your dad is like eighty percent more reckless than you are. Mm, probably. I started wearing seatbelts before he did. 
So, I mean, he's probably a bit more reckless, but he comes from an earlier generation where people were a little more reckless, I think. <laughs> I mean, some of the stories he tells me about his kid childhood, like, kind of nutty. So. I mean, he's, he scared me when I met him the first time. Did he? Yeah. Because he, I mean, he's shorter than I am. You're not short. I'm below the current average, I think. You are? I'm only like 5'8". Which I think you used to be average, but isn't anymore. Something like that. So, I mean, someday you'll be short. I'm already getting there. Yeah. That's just because you're all stooped over and stuff. I might be I might be six four now. Really? Yeah. Huh. Calcium loss? Uh I don't know. Feet flattening out? Uh that could be. I could yeah. General compression? Uh that's certain. Yeah. Definitely uh compression. You need to get one of those dealios where you strap your ankles in and then flip upside down and hang. You know, uh I thought about it for a little bit, uh, mostly because that's exactly what's wrong with my back, is that the S1 vertebrae is is uh, de- degenerating. Okay. And uh, that's why I had to get my shot. But if you, if you hang upside down, you kind of alleviate pressure off of it. Oh. It's kind of like Uncle Fez on the rack. Yeah, I would... Fester, not Fester. Uncle Fez. Yeah, sorry. It's Uncle Fez. I don't know. Uh, I, I would like to, like, pop it or something, but I don't know how to do that. Also, I'm a giant, so there's nobody that can do that to me. Um, okay, try this. Go to a park where they have, like, a jungle gym kind of thing, and then hang from it, and then have somebody grab your ankles and just put all their weight on it. Hmm... Of course, you'd have to find a jungle gym that was tall enough for you to actually just be able to hang from, I guess. I'd probably have to go there with somebody I knew, is what you're saying. Because well, I'm not yeah. just going to randomly tell somebody at a park. I mean, I'm not expecting you to go to a... To pull go, on me. I'm not expecting you to go to a schoolyard and tell all the kids to, like, pile on, you know. I mean, that would just be silly. But, yeah, go there, you know, go to a park or something where there's somebody you know and, and hang on to the thing and then have somebody put their weight and then that might pop your spine straight. As Tucker, the legendary disco godfather, would say, put your weight on it. Yeah. I guess. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that this would actually work. You might actually make it worse and then wind up paralyzed or something. But Well, that's, uh, yeah, that's... I'm sure sudden... I, I sudden... don't, I'm not a big fan of chiropractors. We've discussed this before. Yeah. Because because of that, I have gone to those places, and they do kind of make it worse. It feels like I'm sure sudden, you know, extensions and stretches of the spine. Well, yeah, problem. I mean, you're, it's trauma. <laughs> it's probably not very it's good. Trauma on your spine. Yeah. But I've seen I've seen them um, like videos of 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 people they do that. Uh, what do you call it? The Y strap technique where they take a strap and they put it around your head and they lay you on a table and then they yank the strap so it just kind of like stretches your spine like an accordion. Like it probably pops every little vertebrae. Fuck that. Yeah. it. I mean, that's, that's what whiplash is, isn't it? I, I think that might be a like a turning torsion kind of thing. Uh. As opposed to a stretching, I'm, I, I think. Yeah. Maybe not. I might be wrong. Um, yeah, I don't think much of chiropractors, personally. I, like, maybe, you know... I, well, I was going to say a step up from witch doctors, but actually they're probably like a step down, because I don't even know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> you know? Chiropractors? Yeah. Might as well go see, like, a witch doctor and have him wave a dead chicken at me. Like... They think that they're doing something. Well, you know, have yeah. to go to school for it, but that's just that's money making. That's just another scam. Yeah. 
I um, I mean, I've known people that you know think they're legit and go to them all the time. But oh, I know people. Yeah. Frankly, I, I think if they were all that legit, you wouldn't have to go to them all the time. Well, yeah, that's the other thing is that it, like, it kind of foster this like you need us kind of thing, right? I mean, it's not like a, you know, I mean, if they were actually fixing the things like they said they were fixing them, like they always do, like, oh, well, we're realigning and putting things back into place, and then, you know, I mean, I guess eventually you'd have to go back to them, but you, I, it seems like people that go to them go to them pretty regularly. Yep. Um, and I'm like, well, that seems like, like, how'd you get out of alignment again that fast? <laughs> like, I mean, you only have to have your car's tires aligned, like, every so often, right? Uh, every six months. Is that when you're supposed to rotate them? I think so. I don't know if, no, it's not months for that. It's like a couple of years for oh. tire. But, yeah, I don't know. Chiropractors, whatever. Chiro actors. No. Uh. Maybe not. Um. Where was I though? I don't know. You were a werewolf. I was a werewolf. Teenage werewolf, actually. Teenage kid uh, werewolf. I'm playing a video game about werewolves. Really? I didn't know there was one. I mean, it's, it makes sense. There's video games, whatever. Uh, it's like an interactive horror movie. Oh, like the old Sega CD days? Yeah, it is kind of. So there's very there is something very night trappy about it. Do you actually get to play it, or is it just left, right, uh, left? Yes, yes, it is. It is both actually. It's mostly a. Uh, it's mostly a personal interaction kind of thing. Like the you're, you're playing a movie, so like that movie with the kid with the power, or not the movie, the video game with the kid with the powers. Power of video. No, uh... With powers. Like, where you, uh... I think it... Wasn't it, um... Oh, what's his name now? I can't remember. Like, somebody famous did the voice of the main actor. And, um... Are you uh, talking about the Elliot Page? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That one, I mean, you sort of played it, but a lot of it was just sort of you... Just doing yeah. a binary direction I, on those it. Those are David Cage games, and they're kind of a different thing. But yes, they are game-wise, they are similar. If you took this game, is like ah, an American horror version of one of those games, which are very French and nonsensical. Okay. Two Souls is essentially an Elliot Page shower simulator. Because it's... Make them play guitar and take showers. Yeah, I remember that. And you can keep that up indefinitely, too. It just doesn't end. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, theoretically, you could stretch that game out to be, like, months long. Mm-hmm. Still showering. <laughs> Not clean yet. Sorry. Um, still trying to learn the guitar. So, are you enjoying this werewolf game? Yep. Hmm, good. This is a European. So much so, I went and I downloaded the other games by that company that I haven't seen. Are they like all in the same kind of format like that? Yeah, they made one a couple of years ago called Until Dawn, and then there's like two others in that little series. Hmm. I have not played a video game in a while. Neither have I until now. Oh, so that shiny new PS5 has just been sitting there going wanting? Uh, I've been using it to watch some stuff. Oh. Um. Yeah. I was drifting out there. I'm trying, I'm trying to remember the last game. I think I... Last year, early sometime, I think, I pulled out Dead Space to play it. The first one? Yeah. That's a good game. And then I was playing that and then got busy doing something else and, and just 
never finished it. So I I had two, but it just starts out right in the shit, and I was like, I don't, ha- I can't do this right now. Is two the one where you're like, like you're in a crash and you're sliding down a snowy mountain? No. Oh, what was that one? You're you're already in a dark room with things coming to get you like the first like the minute you turn it on oh i I was just like i can't deal with this right now you got to ease me into this (laughs) um i have still yet to play the last of us (laughs) two you need to get on that yeah i mean well i mean eventually did they port that over to PS5, or is that still only PS4? Or does PS5 play PS4? Yes. Oh, okay. So if I got a PS5, I could still play it. Yeah. I um. Yeah, I mean, you know, because I've never, I never even got a PS4 yet, so I, that's why I haven't played it. But anyway. What other games have you... Well, you said that was the first time you played a game in a while, so... Mm-hmm. I was on a thing for a while where I was playing those little indie games that weren't very long. And I can't even remember what the names of those were. That was a couple of years ago. Oh. <laughs> well... <laughs> and they were all... Mostly I was playing them on PC anyway, so... But like Steam kind of stuff. I just don't have time for games, man. Although maybe I should maybe I should make time for games because they you know it, it can be a nice relaxing kind of thing to get your mind off of other stuff. Even when they're stressful games, they can still be you know helpful. Uh, yeah. I always have the problem of feeling like I should be doing something else. But I do like playing them. Yeah. That's part of it, too. It's like, yeah, if I'm just sitting there doing that, it's like how I don't... I I rarely just sit down and watch a TV show or a movie or something. Like, without doing anything else. Because I feel like I'm... I think most people are like that now. I just, I feel like it's like, I, I well, I can't waste it, you know, two hours watching a movie or something, you know. I'll put it on while I work. That's not one of the bigger reasons I think I stopped actually going to theaters because I felt like it was just a time suck. Like, even though the experience—I mean, you're not going there just to watch a movie; you're going there for the experience of it being in a theater and stuff. And, but yeah, it was, yeah. I, I don't feel like I. You can. I mean. There's no way to multitask in a movie theater without being rude to somebody else. <laughs> like, basically. Well, yeah, you, you don't do that. Right. right. Yeah. I'm not really hearing what he's saying, so you might have to translate. No. <laughs> I got the bit where it's, yeah, you know, you're allowed to take breaks. And I understand that from a conceivable standpoint. But, you know, if I don't work, I don't make money. And if I don't make money, I don't pay my rent. Well, my mortgage. I'm a letterer. It's not like I'm a rich man, you know. Um, so, yeah. Anyway. What's new? What do you mean what's new? We've been talking for like 15 minutes. Yeah, what's happened in the past 15 minutes? <laughs> nothing. So, uh, what you're saying is there, there's nothing new? There's nothing new. Under the sun? Actually, it's probably been more than 15 minutes. Yeah, we've been talking about a half hour. Mm. Um. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm kind of tired. I'm going to my first convention this weekend. What convention? Fan Expo. Oh, right. We were talking about that. That's uh, what used to be the Wizard World. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I'm looking forward to hearing about that. Uh, 
I'm pro I'm probably not going to be like there there. Are I've you? taken I've taken some commissions. Yeah. But I'm I don't I don't think I'm gonna I'm definitely not gonna be there for the hours that they have listed. Are you tabling or just walking around? Um Paolo is. Oh right, right. So okay. He is asked if I would like to sit at that table. And I said, okay. Right. But I... I mean, going places with people, I feel like I have to, like, get out and breathe after a while, which is an unfortunate side effect of the world right now. So I don't want to be stuck inside for hours on end. I understand that. Gotta do some work. Sure, sure. I um for the gotta hol- pay for the guitars, <laughs> right? Oh yeah, shit, man. Because I mean, you're not even. <laughs> it's like shut up. You're not even like doing the guitar thing the way I do it, where I'm just I've got a lot of guitars, but they're all budget guitars. Like, shut up. You're going for icons, man. Shut up. All right. But anyway, yeah, I understand. I. Kind of on a similar note, like the uh, the bus company, bus com- bus system, bus company. What the what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Buses for? Well, okay. So the, the, bu- the transit system here in Cincinnati. Yes. The buses. They were offering yeah. a um, free transport for like the holiday weekend or whatever. And I'm okay. like, you know that. And that Cool, that's great for everybody who's got to take them, but I'm like, I ain't getting on a bus. I mean, that's a, that's a tube full of people that might kill me, you know? Oh, I see what you're saying. Well, yeah, I mean... So it's like, uh, I mean, I can, I can understand needing to get out and, in current circumstances, get out and breathe and stuff, you know? But, um, so you're going to be there, like, what, all three days or just a couple of days? Uh, yeah, all three days. Oh, okay. But, I, I mean, it'll be probably later in the morning and earlier in the afternoon. Sure. I mean, well, no reason to... If you're not actually trying to man your own table, no reason to get crazy about it. Yeah, yeah I'm not bringing anything, like books or anything. Just uh, you and your guitar. <laughs> yes, I'm taking my guitar. Yep. Gonna serenade Palo. Um, who else is gonna be at his table? Uh, all of Palo's people. There's a bunch of people I don't know, and then Jim Terry's gonna be at this table, I think. But he's not a Cadence guy. Oh, really? And uh, Tim's there, and I mean, because he still reps a lot of people with the art thing, right? Yeah. More now than ever. Right. He's really built that thing up over the past, like, 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's cool. I mean, you know, you'll get to see people. It's one of, one of the things I miss most about conventions is just seeing the people that I only ever really saw at conventions. It's kinda, yeah. kind of nice. Um... So, well, good. So that's this weekend. If you happen to be in, at the fan expo, then go see Mike and other people. Or it, don't. I don't care. Anybody else from Four Star going to be there? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Well. Just me. Venturing back into the comic book world conventioning thing. Are you still knowing like C2E2 and stuff? Yeah, I'll be doing C2E2. No, yeah, I haven't for the last two years, I haven't. Or last year. Didn't you go last year? No. I thought you went and walked around. No. Oh. Well then. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever, ma'am. Yeah, yeah, just uh, go with it. Oh, whatever. Um, 
Anyway. I started watching The Boys Season 3. I haven't seen any of it. It's, a, um, it's that over-the-top, like, Judge Dreddy, ultra-violence kind of thing. That, like, you know, as a teenage kid, it was the superhero show I wanted to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm just sort of like, eh, a bit excessive, isn't it? <laughs> like, it's not bad. Um, not terrible. But I'm like... Well, that's that's just a little kind of over the top, like. But I keep watching. You old? Yeah, well, you know, tastes change, right? The things I want from certain things aren't what they were when I was younger. Um, did you ever see an early seventies movie called Messiah of Evil? Uh, it sounds real familiar. It's kind of Lovecraftian-ish. Um, and I'm trying to think, if, I mean, there were people who, I don't know that they were big names, but I kind of recognized them from other stuff as the, uh, the cast. <clears throat> yeah, but anyway, it was, uh, it's from 73. I watched it the other night and it's weird. It's weird and kind of cool. I don't know that it's, um, wouldn't really call it like a fantastically great movie, but it's interesting and better than a lot of the stuff I think I've seen from the time period. Because you know a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of stuff was like attempting to be weird, but it just came out kind of bland, like a TV movie kind of thing. And this was above mm-hmm. that, I think. And it's <clears throat> you know something I've never seen before, which I thought, hey, cool. Um. Yeah. Is it Italian? I don't think it was. I'm not sure. Let me see. Who was the director? No, um, it was directed by Willard Hoyk and Gloria Katz. I don't know who they are, but it don't, doesn't sound Italian. <clears throat> Had a kind of... Mario Italiano. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, they did change their names for American movies. That's true, yeah. Sometimes they would take pseudonyms. Um, so maybe, I don't, maybe it was, but it didn't feel very Italian. It just felt weird. But anyway, yeah, Messiah of Evil. It's on Amazon. Check it out. Check it out. Dig it. Check it. Um,. Watched a kind of cool... Doc- well, it, it's billed as a documentary on um, late 70s, early 80s Southern California punk rock. Uh, it's called Clockwork Orange County. Um, oh. But it's it's more of a documentary of this particular club that fostered the scene, I guess. Because uh-huh. it was like the only punk club that would let these bands play. And mostly... They- <clears throat> They talk a bit about the bands and stuff, but mostly all the people are just talking about this club. Their version of, like, I guess CBGBs or, like, around this area we had the Jockey Club, stuff like that. Places that didn't last very long, really, but made a big impact on the scene. Um, But that that was pretty cool. It was interesting. Kind of liked it. Dug it. I watched Doc. You watched a doc? Over the weekend called, um, mm. Tread. You watched the doc? What was that about? It's about a guy in Colorado? Um, sort of a smallish town. Expert welder. Um, he moved there, but then over the, like, over 15 years, he started to feel, like, slighted by the people in the town. Yeah. And so he fought a giant bulldozer and knocked the town uh, down armored it he put armor all over it <laughs> and then a 50 caliber rifle out the back oh yeah and then he drove around town destroying all the buildings of <laughs> the people he thought slighted him oh I was kidding this is a movie or a documentary it's a real thing like that's what? when yeah. when was this In, when did this happen 2004 but it was going to be huge news and then Ronald Reagan died that day after. <laughs> and it erased it from the news cycle. That's so weird. Um, but for like 
six hours he just drove around while they tried to like stop him in different ways. Like one guy got on top and he thought that there was an air conditioning grate, so he just started shooting into the top and it did nothing. Then he was throwing like flashbangs down there, it did nothing. Uh, they like brought in another tractor kind of thing and it just like plowed right through it. Did he kill anybody? Nope, no one died. Mm. He just killed himself at the end. Mm. But he left this kind of amazing document, like a recording of himself just being like, if this had happened, I would ne- I won't, won't, wouldn't have done this, or wouldn't, I would have stopped before I did this, or if this had happened, like he had all these different excuses. You all owe me an apology. Kind of. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, like, people really liked him, and he was, like, an expert uh, uh, snowmobilist. <laughs> like, so weird. It was, it was really interesting, though. Huh. It's, yeah, it's... But his was crazy. He spent it. two... Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, that's it. Oh. Hey, Bob, what are you doing back there? <laughs> Working on my revenge. And you said that was called Tread, T R E A D? Tread. Tread. Okay. James Garner in Tank. Yeah, it's just kind of an interesting little look of somebody. Well, that's, I mean, it's strange that something that weird happens and then they got upstaged by Ronald Reagan dying, so nobody heard about it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, like, the, the story about the story is, like, just as weird. Yeah, I, uh, like, half of, it, half of it is because he buys a building, and then the bylaws change, and it forces him to hook up his building to the sewer line. But because of where the building is, it's going to cost, like, $70,000. But he has no reason for this building to have a sewer line because there's, like, a separate bathroom somewhere else. Yeah. And so they won't let him use this building, essentially, because he doesn't have a sewer. And he's just like, ah! Stop forcing me not to be able to do my thing I want to do! Huh. So he bought it, he made a tank. That kind of sounds like you, Crank. Stop telling me what I am. Okay. <laughs> you don't define me. Mm. I do own you. You don't own me. You don't own me. I do own you. No. I rule you. No. Come on. Nope. I rule you. Nope. Guys, I rule him, right? Yeah. See? Nope. You've been ruled. We're only saying that I rule him. I rule everybody, dude. You've been ruled about 47 times since I started talking to you right now. Um, I watched another doc called Girl 27. Stop saying doc. Why not? Who's watching all these docs? I don't know. It's bothering me for some reason. I don't know. It's probably nothing. I was uh, watching the Dock of the Bay. No, that doesn't work at all. Sure it does. Anyway, this one was called Girl 27, and it was about uh, this big uh, industry party that Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer threw in 1937, where they basically tricked all these dancing girls that were you know, part of the staple of the type of movies they made back then into a casting call at this convention thing and basically just offered them up as, like... Uh, I don't know, party favors to the Whoa. to the conventioneers. And one one of the dancers, this lady um, named Patricia Douglas, I think, uh, she was raped and she brought it to court. Okay. Uh, which was like a big deal at the time because, I mean, it's even worse. It was even worse then than it is now where, like, basically if a woman was raped, it was her fall period, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and they would do everything they could to just, you know, make it her fault. Okay. So, 
that was kind of a big deal, but it got hushed up because it was, well, it was MGM. You know, they were like the biggest studio at the time or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so years later, like in the late 90s, early 2000s, this, this guy digs up the case again and starts basically putting together this documentary for it. And then he finds out that this lady's still alive and he tracks her down. Um, and at first she doesn't want to talk to him and she's just real, I mean, it, it's basically that whole thing, scarred her for life kind of deal. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, you know, I mean, the whole thing's just interviews with people talking about stuff. Cause there was a, a second case that was brought by another lady who, and then that also got hushed up and, and pushed to the side. Oh, sure. So, yeah, I mean, it was pretty interesting cause it was something I, I'd never actually heard of this, this thing before. I mean... Well, why would you? That was a long time ago. Because well, that's still kind of a big deal. I mean, for something like that to have happened and, and the instigator of it to be a major motion picture studio, you know? Yeah. I mean, that, that's kind of a big fucked up deal. Like, I've never heard anybody say, oh, did you know what MGM did a while back? You know, whatever. I'm surprised they didn't teach you that in grade school. You know, it's surprising what they don't teach in grade school in general. Like, I mean, there are all kinds of things I didn't know about, but it seems like it should have been regular stuff that was taught. Like, I rule you. No. That should be the first thing they teach you. Yeah. No. The first thing I learned in grade school. You need to learn. You need to learn. <laughs> you need to get learned about who rules you. The answer is me. Not. Not. Anyway. Um, but yeah, Girl 27, it was pretty interesting documentary. I, I, one of the things I learned from it was that, uh, Clark Gable and what's her name had a secret love child. Love child. Only it wasn't actually secret. And she was doing interviews like eight months pregnant saying she was just down with a stomach bug. Mm. And, um, and then she has the daughter. Who was it? I can't remember who the actress was now. So she has the daughter, immediately puts her in an orphanage, waits about a year, and then adopts her. Damn. Um, and then, to her deathbed, denied that it was ever actually her daughter. Damn. So, like, they, they interviewed the daughter on this, too, and I'm not really sure. I, I, I think they brought this up just as a sort of, like, this is how fucked up Hollywood was at the time. Um, <clears throat> so I think that's why they wound up interviewing the daughter. Because not only that, but she wanted the daughter to lie to the granddaughter about who her father was. Damn. And the daughter was like, I ain't, no, I'm not going to do that. So, yeah. But that was Damn. another interesting thing I learned from that documentary. Damn. Or doc, if you will. I won't. You will, and you'll like it. Doc. Take it. Ah, so, yeah. Interesting, interesting watching stuff there. Things like that. Watching them. Yeah. So. I'm hungry. Ah, it's probably because it's, uh, you know, lunchtime. After lunchtime. Mm. Gotta keep your blood sugar up. Ah, we can go, go to emails, man, if you want. That's the new Before Sunrise movie. I'm hungry? No, after lunchtime. Yeah. After lunchtime? Yeah. Before sunrise. Aren't, aren't there three of those? Yeah. The fourth one is after lunch. After lunchtime? Yeah. I don't right now, but Or how about, I, I, shouldn't there be one before that, like Elevenses or something like that? Yeah. There's a lot of whispering going on up front. Uh-huh. A lot of whispering going on up front. Hmm. I said, shouldn't there be one called like you know, bef- placed before that called Elevenses? Like, uh, uh, John Amor sent me a direct message asking him if I was okay because of the reports of the shooting at the Fourth uh, of July parade. Did you guys all get like texts from? People? Yep. Yeah, and then we had to explain that it's not even in the same county. My uncle and Rafer and John Amor, they all asked me if I was okay. I didn't. You didn't, because you didn't care. 
No, I just I knew that wasn't really it wasn't likely that any of you would be there. But I wouldn't know how to get there. You son of a bitch! You hitch a ride with Sean because you hate driving. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it wasn't anywhere near here. Appreciate the sentiment, though. Well, I guess relatively, it's near here. <laughs> it's nearer here than it is uh, Pangburn, uh, Arkansas. Sure. But I was saying it'd be like if there was a shooting in Long Island and everyone asked people in Manhattan if they were okay. Well, most I don't think a lot of people would would know that. Hmm? I don't think a lot of people would know that. Well, it it doesn't help when all the news is like yeah, Chicago. They area. did say, Chicago. and that's what I mean is like. It's the equivalent of if there was a shooting in Long Island. Chicago. Everyone was yeah. saying that it happened in New York. Yeah. <laughs> Rockford is the Chicago area. <laughs> yeah, I'm still considered part of the Cincinnati area, and I'm, I'm not in the city area at all. It did take a long time to get to your house. It's only like 15 minutes, 20 minutes, dude. <clears throat> I mean, if you're going to the wrong house, it might take a long time to get to my house. Well, I did go to the wrong house, didn't I? Yes, you did. That's what I'm saying. Because you gave me the wrong address. No, you remembered the wrong address. Well, you didn't tell me you moved. I'm pretty sure I did tell you I moved. Because <laughs> uh, you were coming to see my new house. I don't remember. I don't remember you telling me you moved. Yeah, because you were coming to see my new house. So. I was. I wasn't. I don't remember any of that. Uh, well, that's convenient. Selective amnesia. I don't remember talking to you at all. But yes, I'm alive, John. Or Thank is you he? for asking. Maybe he was dead all along. Yeah, that's, that Only is. on the inside. I have been dead on the inside for a little while. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, people, it, people that just don't know, I mean, they shouldn't, you know feel bad about asking about it. No. It's always nice to have people care about you. Right. Um, and that was uh, another... It's hard to say it's shocking anymore because it keeps happening. You know, It's getting a little annoying now. Um, it's definitely tragic and unpleasant. Absolutely. Um, and you know, preventable, which makes it all the worse. Absolutely. But, so thanks, though, for asking. Thanks for asking, punks. Um, okay. Is that it? Oh, uh, I didn't check the mail, actually. That was through Twitter. Oh. Uh, Gmail. How's Twitter doing? I don't check it as much as I used to, but it doesn't look like there's much going on. Oh, okay. Oh, the Twitter. Uh, uh, no. Has Elon Musk actually bought Twitter yet? Uh, he's not going to. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, the market would have to turn around dramatically to make that possible. Well, there you go. Okay. Um. Last week, did I say that the um, curse words? I told you. Yes. No, that the curse words hardcover was in stores. Uh, thank you, dude. I can't remember what last week's was. Because um, I got comp copies. I haven't posted those on Instagram yet. But the, I didn't realize just how... I know it, it's collecting the entire series, so I, I, I knew in my head that it was going to be fairly big. But it's like this big hardcover, like super heavy. <laughs> yeah. I got one, too. And um, 
Oh, that's right, because you did a Curse Words short or something. Or was I've, that... got, I've done two issues of Curse Words. Right. Um, so, yeah, but it's like this. I mean, it's a really nice package, though. It's just funny how big it is. Like, I think uh, using the word tome is... So beefy. Is not incorrect. It's it's definitely a tome. It's a tome of beef. <laughs> tome of beef. Tome of beef. Beefy tome. So much beef. Would you like to? Would you like to read my beefy tome? <laughs> my beef. My beefy tome is Mike's new autobiography. My beefy tome. <laughs> read my beefy tome. Read my beefy tome. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, um, I just wanted to mention that because I thought it was kind of amazing. Uh, on a similar note, it looks like uh, Oni's putting out a T-Dragon Society box set, which I lettered a couple of those. not bragging. I'm not. Katie O'Neill enjoys all of the credit for that. I just lettered it. Um, she enjoys all the credit for lettering it? No, for making the book. Oh, my God. I mean, I guess Oni helped. You know? I'm real upset about that. But um, I like her art. It's real pretty. Real pretty. Sure. And uh, so, yeah, apparently that's in stores this week, though, according to this list. The box set hardcover. Which I guess is not just one giant tome. They must have just boxed up the hardcovers. What is with you and the tomes? Ooh. Is it a beefy tome? The tomes. That's my band name. The tomes? Yeah. Except I'm going to spell it with a B so it says tombs. Oh, but so I, you're just going to be annoying. But I'm going to pronounce it tomes. <laughs> you know, so it's it's tombs, but I, I say tomes. Mm. It's like my little version of Abitha. Abitha? Yeah. Mm. Abitha. Anyway. Beefy tomes? My Abitha tomes. My Abitha tomes. Oh, this is just degenerating into nothing now. Nonsense and whatnot. Beefy what? Tongue. Oh. Calcum. Yeah, I've never eaten that. Have you? Uh, what do you think? I'm no, I'm never going to. You can't make me. Oh, I mean that's a southern thing, isn't it? Uh, there's a lot of southern things I don't eat, like pig's feet. <laughs> I wouldn't call pig's feet a southern thing, isn't it? No, mountain oysters, it's soul food thing. That's uh, that's a that's a southern thing, but that's not that's a very regional southern thing. Yeah, I thought I always thought that was kind of a mountain thing too. Like, I mean, it's in the name, right? Right. You've annoyed me. Have I now? Mm-hmm. Well, tough. Whoa! <laughs> it's tough love, is what it you is. You're gonna let him talk to me like that. Mm. Tough. I don't like the way that they said that. Tough love. Okay, I gotta go. Fine. You can reach us at crankcast.com, crankcast at gmail.com, Mike's website is ihatemike.com. You can find everybody else on the Twitters and the Instagrams and the TikTok things and whatever. Don't stop. And um, we hope you have a good weekend. Don't forget to, you know, if you're at the convention, the Fan Expo in Chicago this weekend, go check out the Cadence Comic Art Table. Mike may or may not be there. He may or may not be playing guitar. We don't. Not going to be playing guitar. Uh, he might be, you know, serenading people with flamenco ballads. Are you saying I asked them to put in an outlet for nothing? I didn't know you did. <laughs> so there we are, and that's going to be the weekend. And we hope you enjoy it, and catch you all next week. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Hey. Uh oh. This is over.